I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author and CEO of Author Revolution. With more than 15 books published, it's safe to say I have made a ton of mistakes in my endeavor to become a full-time author. The most important thing that I've learned in the past decade is that indie authors need to protect their creativity and their serenity. Being an author is a long game, and that's why I'm on a mission to teach other indies just like you how to publish books with a sustainable, rapid-release method. I created the Author Revolution podcast to give you insights and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you do just that. If you're an ambitious author or one in the making who's looking to create a long-term author career and a life you love, you've found your tribe, my friend. Let's get your author revolution underway. there. Thanks so much for joining me today. (sighs) Things are finally settling down with my Author Revolution courses. And as you know, the doors just closed on Rapid Release Roadmap last week. And all I have to say is, thank goodness. (laughs) There has been so many moving parts to a live launch. And I wasn't even aware just how much actually goes into it until this launch finished up. Needless to say, I am so glad to have some extra breathing room again, because right now I'm getting to settle into my routine with my students, and I'm finally at a place where I can start kind of turning back inwards towards my creative writing schedule. Now, for those of you who listen to this podcast often, or at least pretty frequently, you already know that I put my own writing on hold for a little bit so I could focus on the content I want to be bringing to you and, of course, the students who are joining me in Rapid Release Roadmap. Now, because I'm kind of turning back uh, toward teaching my students now, I'm no longer in that launch phase, I am, I guess, inadvertently (laughs) reminding myself of the way I want to come at my own publishing schedule, because obviously I teach what it is I actually do. And since I've put things on hold for a little bit, it's now kind of inspiring me and exciting me to get moving again on Amends and on Immortals and the rest of my books for this year. So this week, Inside the course, we're talking a lot about planning our year, and I'm taking a very critical look at my timelines and coming up with a revised editorial calendar based on the information I know in my world as of right now. Now, one of the things that I've been playing with that's a little bit new is Plotter for this. It sounds weird, I know, but for those of you who don't know, Plotter is a tool that helps authors plan out their books and even their whole series of books in a way that's very dynamic, and it lets you do things that, I don't know, I've never really seen so much on the market so far, at least not without getting into the realms of a higher price product like Causality. But that's only because Causality, for instance, is actually made for movies and TV shows and not necessarily for books. Now, what I like about Plotter is the ability to manipulate the information in a drag and drop kind of way, but it's very linear at the same time. But then you can also go in and dive a little bit deeper by adding notes, tags, and even characters that can move from place to place. It's nice when plotting novels, obviously, but as I found out, it can work extremely well as a visual Gantt chart for those of us who want to see our timelines play out across the year. Now, I've been looking for a quick and easy way to do this for a while now, like even last year, but many Gantt charts are expensive because they come with a much larger software package that's meant for Um, all of the project management stuff that you can accomplish, which, you know, sometimes is a bit much. Now, what do I mean when I say Gantt chart? 
For those of you who don't know, a Gantt chart is a sort of bar chart that illustrates a project's schedule over a period of time. So for us, in the way that we're working in this specific thing, I'm looking at my entire year so that I can get a really good grasp on all of my launch dates and how everything's kind of working in tandem. Now, when I'm planning a launch date, for instance, I like to sit down and map out the entire process for all of my books from start to finish. This gives me a very visual idea of how the months are going to lay out over the course of a year. And I can see where things will overlap, where I might need to add a little bit of extra space, like say in December, because who wants to be on a tight deadline in December? Not me. Now with all of that said and done, then I can decide on a reasonable release date for each of those books so that I'm comfortable in putting the pre-order links up. Now in the past, I've tried various project management tools, like I said, to see if they can help eliminate some of the headache for myself and for my students. But what I've found is that tools like Asana, which I still love, by the way, but it just, they seem a little bit too much for most indie authors. Not that you can't pull it back a little bit and only use the functionality that works, but when people tend to get overwhelmed by having too many options, they end up stop using it anyway. So it really doesn't help in the long run. So in an effort to cut that part down for indie authors who aren't, say, running a business on the side, I want to be able to incorporate utilizing a program that maybe they already own, even though it's used for something completely different. But that still allows them to only track the stuff that really matters. Thus, I decided to play around with Plotter. Now, if you've ever used Plotter, you know that you can edit the top and the side components. And normally this is going to be like your, your book's title and then each chapter so that you can dig then deeper into each chapter as you go on. I like to use the horizontal view so that I can view it like a forward and backward timeline. On the top row, rather than chapters, I will label each of those with the months of the year. Obviously, by now, one would hope that you know those. <laughs> then, when adding a timeline, I write out the name of the book, kind of like you would with any other series that you're mapping out, and then add the next one beneath it, and so on, until all the projects that you're planning out for the year are in there across the horizontal lines of the screen. Now, I know this is sounding probably super weird in order to describe this when you can't see what I'm talking about, but those who have Plotter will totally get it. I will definitely post a pic in the show notes so that you can see what I mean as well. So from there, I start adding in the phases that I know I want to keep track of, things that are very visual and take up a large chunk of time. Now, we don't need to go wild when we're creating this type of editorial calendar. In fact, I found a lot of details really kind of come second nature to us indies. And tracking them down to a date isn't as necessary as knowing when some of the bigger timeframes are going to be taking place. So those big pillars should be mapped out and planned just so you know whether or not you're staying on track overall with your year. It's very easy to kind of let days and weeks and months slide by and then have nothing to look back and show for it, right? So with this in mind, these are the things I like to add to my rapid release editorial plan when I'm using it inside of Plotter. Number one, obviously you need the name of your book and your series if you're mapping out books. In Rapid Release Roadmap, we talk a lot about doing four books a year, but it works for one book, it works for whatever projects you're actually working on. Now I even use the color coding function to make sure I know which books or projects are actually in the same series or go together. And because of my Rapid Release course that I launch, I have to think about those launch times in addition to my books. So I've even added a timeline for that particular project so I know when I'm going to be focusing 
on my Author Revolution community, and of course, so I don't go all crazy overwhelmed and stress out trying to do too much at once, because we all know that's a common thread in my world, right? <laughs> so number two, after that name and title and everything is entered in there and you've got those timelines ready, the first thing I add in is a plan section for each book. Because of the way we're using Plotter here, it's not super granular. It's literally showing you a snapshot for an entire month. So I add in a full box for planning, and then I go into the notes section to add more details. Now, what day do I plan on planning or plotting? Or what day is it, I guess? When should this phase end? What do I expect to do during this planning phase? Is it just the one book? Or am I going to map out the whole series, for example? I just try to make sure that the time frame is written down so that I try to stick with it as close as possible and not allow myself to go too far over that and going too hog wild because I know what comes next, which is obviously the right phase. So immediately after the planning phase, I will create a write section or two next to each one of the projects or each one of the books. And I usually do two boxes for those writing phases because I teach writing in a six-week sprint. And usually that then means going across two separate months. And I try to give about two weeks of leeway in case you end up needing more time. So even though I say six weeks to 60K, it's really going to be more about uh, two months and getting your, your book from start to finish wrapped up with a little bit of extra cushion just in case life happens because we all know it does, right? Now when the boxes are added... Then again, I go into more granular detail in the notes for each month by labeling out my weeks. Part of the reason I do that is because I want to make sure I know which days of the week I'm going to be writing in that week. It doesn't need to be as granular as that for you guys, as long as you know that's the phase you're going to be writing. But it helps me kind of wrap my head around how much I need to write, how long I'm going to be writing, if there's days that are coming up that I need to make sure I am focused closer on because, you know, a birthday is coming up or an event is coming up. And so therefore, I need to make sure I'm writing more than my typical 2000 words in a day. All that stuff kind of just gets me thinking about things in advance. Like I said, that's how I do things in the right phase. Doesn't have to be that way for you. As long as you've just got that chunk of time blocked off and you know when your writing phase is going to go on. Then up next, I add another block in for the editor phase. Now, even though I clump editing into the right phase when I'm teaching, I do break it out on my diagram so that I know when to plan either sending it uh, to the editor or when I'm supposed to be doing the self-edits when I choose to do that with some of my books. That doesn't happen as much anymore, but it used to. And I know it does take some time when you're doing it all yourself and you're using a program like AutoCrit or Grammarly. It allows me to plan out that next phase too by keeping that all in mind. And that next phase after that is to me, layout design. Now once edits come back, I go immediately into post-production. The first thing I know I need to do is the layouts for the books. Because I have vellum, I basically can do it as soon as I implement all those edits. And if you hire this part out, the layout part, you're going to want to make sure that you have notes of when the final edits are going to go to this layout person. Now, I typically won't add this date to my list necessarily since I do it all myself, but I've added it in here for you because you might be having to hire it out if you don't have Vellum or if you don't have Scrivener and doing layouts is a little bit more difficult. Knowing that it has to go to someone else can be very important to know about and know when they're anticipating that file from you. And another reason why layout is so important 
It all has to do with the next item on the agenda, which is your ARC copies. If you have a street team or an ARC team, you're going to want to make sure your story is ready to go to them as soon as possible. And the more time that they have to read the book so that they can ready themselves for reviews, the better. Trust me. So I add a section inside of Plotter labeled Publish to each book after the write phase, and it includes in the granular note detail the layout design deadline and the arc delivery deadline, so I can keep track of both of those. I need to know that I can send this to my arc team or whoever else needs it in plenty of time. And keep in mind that this might cross even over into your promotion phase too, because many blog tours will actually want ARC copies of your books, because many of the bloggers are going to actually read and review the book throughout your blog tours as well. In that publish section, I also put the date I plan to publish my book. Now you really can't plan anything concrete around your publishing and your planning and your um, sales promotions, anything like that, until this date is set. So it's important when going through your whole process to come up with your drop dead date. And you don't necessarily have to put your your book up for pre-order in order to stick to it. But if you do, then obviously that's really a good indicator that your book is coming out. And it's a good indicator for you that you need to stick to those deadlines that are happening all around it. Finally, the last thing that I like to keep track of is the promotional stuff. And if I'm planning on doing a blog tour, a bookbub deal, a Kindle countdown deal, or any other kind of promotion to any of my books, I add those into this particular calendar, my editorial calendar. Now, it's kind of hard to do inside of Plotter when it comes to the books themselves, because sometimes they all crisscross. Instead, I usually add that as a, an item on my desk calendar, or I'll create a new timeline inside of Plotter that's labeled promotion only. And then I drop in a promote box in any of the months where there is a sale or something special going on. And I do this in this one place only because sometimes you have promotions that are going on across given months, but they don't have anything to do with the books that you're currently writing. So for me, because there's so much going on, I just want to know what those promotions are and how they're going to affect my time during any given month. So with all of this firmly mapped out, remember, I'm still in the early planning phase for the year, at least with this, right? Which means there are a few items that I would typically, if I hadn't started this process at all, I'd be wanting to take care of right away. They're not necessarily listed on the plan itself, though. For instance, I'd either contact my designer for a cover, or if I was the one doing the cover, I would add it to my own to-do list to get it done as soon as possible. Now, you'll need that in order to get, well, I guess you wouldn't necessarily need it, but it's good to have it when you're trying to get your pre-order link up. I've done placeholder graphic images before and they seem to work just fine, although the covers obviously will convert a lot better. I would also hire out or start writing my book descriptions so that they're ready as soon as the sales pages go up. And before I get any questions on this, yes, I believe it's still good to craft a book blurb even before your story is written. It can help you identify some really cool plot twists or hype that can be muddled once you're knee deep in your story. It's actually a lot easier, in my opinion, to craft a compelling blurb when you're not trying to overcomplicate it based off of everything you know about your book. Does that make sense? So those two things I would do right away, book blurb and your covers, both of those things have to happen in order to start really hyping it up and promoting it to your audience. Now, like I said, Plotter is working really well for me 
both in plotting my novels and my year's release schedule, which is kind of strange, but it really has created that visual I needed. It's a simplified editorial calendar, and I think many authors can live with it. So if you've ever struggled with keeping your releases or plots organized, I think you'll find it useful too. They have tons of templates in there. So if you're trying to figure out, you know, story structure or anything like that, they do it really, really well in there. Now, if you don't have the program, Plotter is pretty awesome. They are offering my listeners a free 30-day trial, or you can get it for just $25 a year. And it even comes with a companion app. I will also say that in the past, they've offered up lifetime deals from time to time. So that's something I ended up doing. I snagged it up as soon as I could, just saying. But if you're interested in checking them out and poking around with the program, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash plotter. That's P-L-O-T-T-R. Well, guys, I don't know. I talk very fast today. I think I had a lot of caffeine today. (laughs) All right. Well, hopefully that was helpful. I know it's gotten me charged and fired up to get moving on amends, but shh. Don't tell Jenny that. (laughs) She's been harping on me to get my butt moving. (laughs) All right. Well, as always, if you'd like to download the transcript from this episode, head over to today's show notes at authorrevolution.org forward slash 65. Now, like I said, I will also include a screenshot of what this plan looks like inside of Plotter so that you can get a feel for it and create it for yourself. All right, my writerly friends. That is it for today. (laughs) Time to go make some magic happen and maybe even get some writing done. And I think actually looking at the clock, it's time for you. You know, you know what's going to happen, right? You got to go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.